0: This week, Federal Opposition Leader Anthony Albanese said he would back a minimum wage increase in line with the rate of inflation. This is an important policy announcement from a party seeking federal office and would have far-reaching benefits to our members, as well as potential flow-on effects to both the private and public sector workforce. On the podcast today, we speak to CPSU New South Wales Assistant Branch Secretary Troy Wright about this announcement and some background history of the federal system wages policy. Troy Wright, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. In recent news, Anthony Albanese, the opposition leader, uh, during the election has endorsed uh, an increase of wages to 5.1%. What impact does this have on our members in the federal system?
1: Look, firstly, uh, the, the reaction to that news of Albanese's um, announcement yesterday is quite remarkable. That In some way, it's some sort of economically irresponsible Um, assertion that wages should keep pace with inflation and it's quite bizarre to see both, well, it's not bizarre to see the Liberal Party come against that. Morrison failed to rule that out completely on Sunday night's debate. He thought it was completely appropriate that wages shouldn't keep track with inflation, but it's been quite bizarre to see some quite well credentialed economic commentators in the media this week come out and say that's irresponsible. It's not irresponsible. You know, we all can appreciate, both um, our members in the state sector and the federal sector, um, that inflation is extraordinary at the moment. Who is to take the hit for that? The Libs say workers should take the hit for that. I think what Albanese is saying is businesses should take the hit for that. And the, the, the other argument that's been tossed around is to raise wages by 5% now would add to inflation and you know there's two types of inflation one is internally driven so wages are going up and that's making inflation go up and then wages go up and it's, this inflation round right now this extreme inflation we're experiencing isn't that it's actually caused by external factors it's being been lumped on the Australian public, if you like, it's the war in Ukraine, it's it's the uh, supply chain crisis. I mean, I've got a friend that runs an import business and the costs alone in importing anything on getting a container on a boat somewhere is ext- are extraordinary. They have jumped tenfold. Um, so that's the inflationary pressure. It's come from outside. And so, it hasn't been caused by in wage increases domestically. It's been caused by external factors. And like I said, who should wear the, who should wear the blame for that? Who should who should wear that in their pocket? Business or the workers? Why should workers have to cop that? Do you
0: want to give us a bit of a history on uh, the benefits to our members who work in the federal system to have their wages sort of linked uh, to this particular yeah. inflation, uh, inflationary uh, number? Uh, the history there and how it benefits us in bargaining.
1: Yeah. So so the minimum wage case occurs obviously every year. It's run by the ACTU. It's opposed by groups like the Australian Chamber of Commerce and, and Industry and the B- Business Council of Australia and it's basically setting the minimum wage and and the wage Flows on in all the federal modern awards. There's 130 odd federal modern awards. Anyone's employed on those modern awards, or, or or the minimum wage, receives the increase given by the Fair Work Commission. Now, that is very much a very basic safety net provision to make sure the minimum wage keeps pace with inflation. It's the most basic case the Fair Work Commission runs. It's a real sign of the times that it has become the guiding light rather than an adjustment. You know, like it's become the um, it's a sign of the time, a sign of a failed system, really, that, that, that it's become the, the precedent. It's become the case that everyone follows. So, for our membership, there's really three groups that will be affected or, or have, have, uh, have an influence on. And the first group, obviously, is we've got a large number of members, particularly in the disability sector whose um, employment was privatised about five years ago. And at the time, their award, which was all their conditions, went across their new employer, and we said, well, their salaries award should go across as well, so that they maintain the link to the public sector salaries. In a decision at the time by the employers that they must rue every day, They went to the Commission and argued, no, 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 the Public Sector Salaries Award shouldn't go across, just the Conditions Award. And they said, we'll just change it according to the minimum wage case. (laughs) Now, it's it's been great news for us. For the last few years, the minimum wage case has um, increased wages for those workers far in excess of the public sector wages cap at 2.5%. So that's been great for them. So they will be directly affected by the decision this month uh, or, or next month when it comes out from the Fair Work Commission their wages will increase exactly by whatever the commission sets. Mm. The second group are those in the federal system who are doing enterprise bargaining, who are enterprise bargaining with their employer, and obviously that case is a major influence in enterprise bargaining. When you say, look, the minimum wage has gone up by X, your wages should go up by X as well at the minimum. And it becomes a very difficult thing for them to go to their workers and say, we think you should only take 2% when the minimum wage, say, went up 4.5%. It becomes very, very difficult for them to justify that. The third group, I think, for us in our membership at the PSA in particular, um, that's influenced by this, and again, it's the same sort of argument, is the large majority of our members that are in the state public sector and have in place a a wages cap that was installed by the Liberal government about 11 years ago, which binds the IRC, binds the State Commission to give no more than 2.5% per year in employee-related costs. Now, if the minimum wage is going up four and a half, or as Albanese's advocated, 5.1% to keep up with inflation, it is absurd and offensive that their wages should stay, our our, our majority membership, public sector workers' wages should only go up by 2.5%. Less than half of that. Less than half of that. Um, If there's an argument that can be made, and is being made by both the ACTU and now Federal Labor, that wages should keep pace with inflation, well, then the New South Wales Perite government needs to take heed of that as well. Do you get an indication of why there
0: is a reluctance at a state level to maintain a cap when inflation has drastically increased above expectations? I mean, at 5.1, is they were saying 4.6 a week ago. It's gone to 5.1. Yeah. Why wouldn't... There be why is there nothing on the table? Why is it a wait wait and see till June response from the state government? Why no urgency there?
1: Well, I, I think, yeah, there's an absolute untenability of the Perotes government position now, absolutely untenable. You cannot be waving yourself around with a two and a half percent increase in face of this inflation. You cannot, you cannot have any credibility. You can't have any, you can't be talking about respecting the workforce or appreciating the work the public sector does and pay them increase less than half of the inflation rate. No, that's the exact opposite of respecting your workforce. Um, look, the wages cap was introduced in 2011 as a way to balance the budget. The budget was balanced for many years, okay? It's not going to be balanced at the moment and no one's budget, no government's budget would be balanced at the moment. Um, I think the reluctance that you talk about that they haven't obviously addressed this which to 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 most people listening to the podcast it seems like common sense come out with an announcement perote come out and say look we'll match inflation or we'll match the minimum wage case the reason they haven't is they're holding something back to announce in the state budget and we are 9 months from a state election i suspect the perote government wants to make big fanfare about a small increase in june in the state budget portray themselves as a, as a benevolent employer and benevolent government, you know, giving things to their employees. But let's be realistic. Unless, A, it matches inflation, and, B, in the process of doing so, they get rid of the wages cap because we don't want to go back to situation that we're in again in 2023, 2024, 2025 and onwards. So should, A, this year match inflation at least, B, get rid of the wages cap that created it, the problem, Unless they do that, then, you know, whatever the, the you know, the, the, the tokens that they're going to be throwing at our members are meaningless.
0: And I just wanted to end on um, your observation at the start that, uh, you know, an Albanese, potential Albanese government uh, would enact uh, wages to be in line with the minimum wage. You know, should our members take heed of that in the face of no op- of an opposition or the current government that wouldn't? heed those calls to keep wages in line with
1: inflation? Look, I I would hope they take heed of it. I would expect they would be taking heed of it. The number one election issue now has become cost of living. It's the number one polled issue of concern for all of the public. The best way to address cost of living is have fair, reasonable, inflationary uh, addressed pay increases. And Albanese has committed a federal Labor government to do that. I suspect they'll do it two ways. They can make submissions to the Fair Work Commission as a government. They can be a party and go and say, we support that. And secondly, they can do it with their own workforce. The federal public servants have had a wages cap as well. Morrison's had a very, very, very tight wages cap on the federal public service. They need to do that there. And that might set an example for other public sector workforces, including our one in New South Wales.
0: Protect yourself at work. Call the PSA today on 1300... Seven seven two six seven nine, 679 or head to psa.asn.au